Google Dolls name at 917. Oh, no, Friday. You know, I'm doing the uh, Friday morning. I'm doing the, um, you know, Suzanne Miller, right? Um, Alec? Yeah. Chico? Yeah, she is cool. So she does a podcast, you know. Yeah, I do. I, I know. But yeah. she was hired. I mean, she's like a real estate lady. You know? Right, of course. She's very tight with uh, my friend Jill Zarin, mm-hmm. Housewives of uh, New York. She probably knows Corey Zelnick as well now. Sure she does, yeah. I'm sure, she does a lot of work for John Katz Matitis, right. especially out there in Coney Island, those beautiful Ocean Drive buildings. Indeed. But now she's like, um, I guess she's expanding her game, you know. Right. So on this podcast, late last year, she had Mayor Adams, Governor Cuomo. So she wanted to start off her new podcast season 2024 with a bang. So she picked me, so. Wow. Yeah, I'm doing it today. That's a great honor. Before I go to, it is? Uh, well, I guess. How how late do you have to I stay? Know, I guess it's kind of cool. I don't know. I mean, you know. They, well, I got I to go to Blow Belt and shoot a movie. So. Uh, I don't know, man. She so she has to make it quick is what I'm saying. No, well. Let me yell and scream about Israel for eight minutes, and that's it. Yeah. All right. You know, I don't like these uh, people who talk bad about my friend George Santos. <laughs> but I was going to tell Noam, everybody on the news, they always have to say this. You ready for this? Disgraced Congress. Shut up. Former congressman, that's how I describe him. Although uh, Andrew Giuliani said this about uh, George Santos this morning. He said, and I quote, he's a scumbag, but I would have kept him there. So here he is, the scumbag ex-congressman, <laughs> my friend George Santos. They say these horrible things about you, George. I just can't stop him. I'm sorry. Oh, you know what's funny? I, you know what I love is, is you know, I'll say this about Andrew. Andrew is still sore that I would never support him for governor. And I supported Lee Zeldin, who was the clear front runner. And I, I look, I put my bed to rest at night every day, Sid, knowing that I'm building my own story, my own legacy, and I don't have to live in the shadow of my father. It must be very frustrating to be Rudy Giuliani's son. So I don't take it personal. Andrew can say whatever he wants. But at the end of the day, 
I'm George Santos, the former congressman. And he's still just, you know, Andrew Giuliani, Donald Trump's caddy. So the reality is I don't care what Andrew has to say. But, you know, look, everybody loves to talk about disgraced or expelled or whatever it is. Mm. But nobody talks about how. Well, hold on, hold on, before, hold on, hold on, before, hold on, before, hold on, hold on. You say that you don't care about what Andrew says, yet when you and I discussed you coming on today, yesterday, all you talked about was how Andrew well, said that you didn't uh, support Donald Trump and how that pissed you off. That pissed me off because it's a lie, uh, right? Andrew's trying to. So here's what Andrew Giuliani is now trying to do: spin that. Oh, he never supported Trump until he got in trouble. First of all, that's a absolute bold-faced lie you and i were in 2020 in eisenhower park with bernie and we had a crowd of what probably 15 20 000 people in front of us and i can tell you then i was talking positive of donald trump 2015 16 when i was attending rallies for donald trump in orlando in pittsburgh i have always been a trump supporter since the day that man came down the escalator so i don't know what the caddy boy is talking about but <laughs> it pisses me off when people try to tell me that I am not a Trump supporter. I happen to believe you, by the way. I really do, George. Um, I know you are a Trump supporter. I love Andrew. He's one of my closest friends, but I do believe you here. But where did the, all this animosity between you and uh, Andrew Giuliani come from? What do you think it is? You think it's I all know, about? you got to ask Andrew, because yeah. I always said nice things about Andrew until he started trashing me on the radio. But you know what? You know what that is, too, Sid? I know it's hard to find relevancy these days, and you need to really pile on on the next thing. So George Santos has become synonymous of relevancy, viewership, you know, like, and it's, it's the media world, and you're trying to stay relevant. So take a pound of flesh and go ahead and build a name on it. Every other reporter is doing it. Every other person is doing it. Why is that? You're not. Nope. You're, you're, you know why? Because you're already number one, Sid. You don't need any of that. When you're Man. number one, there's really no need to go do this I kind of I stuff. I love this guy. <laughs> I love you. Hey, you know, one of the guys in my office, I swear to God, I do. one of the guys in the office said to me, hey, could you ask George? I, I, they, they, I ask questions. I go, what do you want me to ask George? The guy goes, could you ask George how much money he's really made from Cameo? Would you ever disclose? I mean, I know you, you, you talk about how many Cameos are out there, but have you made, I mean, you've made thousands, Yes. I mean, look, I, I won't confirm or deny, obviously, but it's, I got to say, I also heard that you got a few cameos for bringing up my cameo. Yes, yes, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I said, why are you going to give Santos 200 bucks? I, could, I only take 40, and I got a bunch yeah. of, uh, are you still getting those requests, seriously? So, yeah, just today I opened up my cameo app, and I have right there, I think, 19 requests to be fulfilled. That's great. Uh, let me ask you about this race to what, to fill your seat. Because a lot of Republicans in my community are upset. And they're upset because Mozzie, I don't know her. I hear great things about her, great things. I'm sure she's a wonderful lady that wanted to win. Obviously, I'm a Republican. But all I hear is, from my Republican friends, she's a registered Democrat. But I bring on Pete King and all these Long Island folks, and they go, Sid, she's not going to caucus with the Democrats. She's voted Republican 100% every step of the way. But then my friends go, then switch. If she's Republican, become a Republican. So long story short... Uh, they're nervous that the Republicans are going to lose their seat to Tom Swazi, and even some of your biggest detractors have said to me, I don't love him, but I'd rather him still be there. Are you hearing that basically on the street? 
If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law. Personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. I've, I've heard a lot on the street from other members of Congress saying that they regret their vote, that they felt bamboozled, pressured, and whatnot. Uh, and it's really easy to be a Monday morning quarterback, right? So, look, here's the reality. They need to hold on to the legacy and to the, the precedent they created. Now, in the subject of Mozzie, Mozzie has been a conservative vote in the Nassau County legislature. That is factual. But it is troubling to me that she refuses to re-register as a Republican. I have no animosity towards her. I think she's a fantastic woman. Great story. She's a fighter in every literal definition of the word fighter, from being an IDF soldier to, to being part of the paratrooper uh, unit to being a mother of seven kids and still being a working mom in this environment, in this world, where women are usually, you know, told they can't, they can't this, they can't that. And she can everything she's put her mind to. She has a great academic uh, background. Now, look, I don't want to get involved in the race. Tom Swazi is a political juggernaut. We all know that. And I do believe that the, the deafening silence either A, indicates she's, he's underwater in the polling, or they're scared of putting her out there and making her vulnerable. So I don't know which one it is. I'm definitely staying out of it. I have no horse in this race other than watching it. But the primary race, obviously, that's still up uh, for grabs in June. So you just don't know what might happen then, my friend. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. No, George, let's say that uh, when, when is your uh, day in court coming up? What day is that? It's it's in November. November, uh, okay. So let, so let's say right, so let's say next one November your day comes in court, and I hope you're exonerated. I do, uh, and you are, and it's all gone. Okay, uh, is your political career dead even if you're exonerated, or do you believe that barring anything really serious, like going to jail, that you can revive this career? Because I got to tell you, the more people I speak to, not including Andrew Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> who's texting me. Andrew really... eventually will come around. He will. Wait. Right, they like him. He so, wants to throw so... fire at me, I'll throw fire back at him. But I have no issues with him personally, other than he's lying that I'm not a Trump supporter. Well, least, well let me just read these been... first before you finish your answer about you returning to politics. He said, first of all, it's Mr. Caddy Man. Second, George Santos <laughs> taking shots at me is one of the best things of moral character I could ask for. Third, George is saying I'm lying because George is a model of honesty. And fourth, let him know I'm in a duty-free port. I'm not a cigarette smoker, but I'll pick him up a few batches for him. He can use it. Just ask him what name I should send it to. That's from Andrew Giuliani. Oh, Andrew, grow up. I don't smoke, so go ahead. Go ahead. Just like he's, he's such a man, baby. How the hell did Rudy Giuliani make this child? Like it's. <laughs> 
But, oh, my God. Rudy's such a legend. Well, this is very painful for me because I love both of you. This is very, very painful for me. Uh, but, oh, but, but But do you think, honestly, that if, if you're exonerated, you can return to politics? Or do you even want to? Are you so angry with the rest of your colleagues? Oh, let me tell you this. I, I recently made a pitch, and I, and I mean it. Look. Is returning to Congress out of the question? No, it's not out of the question. I'm 35 years old. I, I feel like I, think I wasn't able to do anything of the things I wanted to do. And I do want to go back and, and potentially get those things going. And, but right now, my main focus is, is getting Donald Trump over the finish line, getting him reelected. We need him for this country. We need him for our allies in Israel. We need him for sanity. And I would have an honor of a lifetime to if I could, and I threw my hat out there humbly, obviously, I know there's way more people probably interested, but I'd love to be director of ICE. We need somebody who's actually going to identify the issue, who is going to go out there and push for the actual issue of rounding up and fulfilling removals proceedings of millions, tens of millions of people who are here abusing our system, crowding our education system, crowding our health care system, crowding our benefit system that should not be here, taking away from kids in inner cities all across the country where the quality of education is diminished because the, the cost of supporting this migrant crisis that we have in this country is, is, is dis- distracting from actually investing in the future of Americans in impoverished areas. So I'd love to go be the director of ICE to Donald Trump because I'm not afraid of the media. I'm not afraid of tough questions. And I'm not like Ryan Zinke, who quit the moment he got a couple of lawsuits thrown his way when he was secretary of the interior. Right. You can sue me, sue me, and I'll keep punching because the reality Clearly. is my services to this country. Right. So do you think that, uh, and I'm being serious here, George, do you think that Donald Trump would really consider you? I don't know. Look, I've been very loyal, very supportive of him. When was, the, was the last time you spoke to Trump, if you ever did? Look, the last no, the last time I had a... Uh, be careful. Yeah, man, man, be Donald. careful. They're going to fact-check no. this. Trust me. Uh, no, they can <laughs> fact-check this. I think it was at the least Stefanik fundraiser back right. in the beginning of 2022. Okay. I was never close to Trump, right? But yeah. th- I think that was the last time or or actually it was a, at least Stefanik fundraiser up here in uh, Briarcliff in, uh, in Westchester. Okay. Last year. Okay, Giuliani so, was there. Andrew was there. Andrew was there. Um, so, so you know that Andrew Cuomo, I have no idea what your relationship is with Cuomo. I think you talk about scumbag. I think he's a scumbag. He actually referred to ICE as thugs. Your thought about that? Well, talking about uh, uh, taking the pot, calling the kettle black. <laughs> he's a thug. I mean, the guy is the epitome of a thug. And he's calling ICE thugs? Yeah. The thing, oh, so, so he's telling me the people who went after taking out terrorists out of the United States after 9-11, those are thugs to him? The man's so delusional. I mean, and, and, and I hate to say this, sometimes when I look at Kathy Hochul and the crap she's putting us through in New York State, I miss him. But then I hear stuff like this, and I'm like, no, I actually don't miss him. <laughs> you know, it's True. like we just got to get rid of this. <laughs> it's a cancer, this Democrat Party in the state of New York. Jesus. So what do you do uh, on a daily basis now? What is uh, what is George Santos's no longer Long Island office, no D.C. office? You know, you do shows like this, and you're great. You're very good. Uh, you do the cameo stuff. But what, what are your days mostly like? Uh, I've been, I'm writing a book. Um, I'm being I'm partaking in a documentary about my life. Uh, I'm oh, wait also... a second. Let me, oh, no, let me stop you right there. Talk about that. Because I've been made aware of this biopic that HBO may be doing? I heard you're furious about that. That has nothing to do with me. I will not talk about it. It's garbage. It's trash. And quite frankly, it's 
if anybody wants to talk about a fabulous, the man who wrote the whole thing is a fabulous. But let me put it this way to you. Right now, well, look, Sid, just think, think about it this way. When you have no access to me, you've been blocked on social media and on my phone for over two years. You go to Simon & Schuster's and lie, saying you have ample access to me. Then you fail to gain that access to me, my family, my campaign staff. And all you get a hold of is is the bribery uh, hire that I had to hire for my campaign in order to appease one of the GOP chairmen in, in the counties that I was rep- running to represent. And that's your source as a campaign staffer, somebody who did absolutely no work in the campaign. Uh, I think that's indicative of how limited your access was. But here's what I'll say to you to be very pointed. Right now, I'm going to enjoy I'm going to start writing for two different publications. And I'm also signing a contract to be on a network starting in February. So I'll be covering um, the U.S. presidential uh, race uh, as a political commentator. So there's going to be a lot more about me there, and I'm going to be writing these two weekly articles that I look forward to doing. Uh, I'm just going to keep busy and working. Uh, You know, I just want to get Trump over the finish line. That's that's really my goal. But it does sound like, and uh, we'll wrap this up, Joe Takapinas about to join me momentarily. It does sound, George, I'm happy about this, that, uh, you know, you've got opportunities out there, that not everybody has shunned you. It does seem that way. Uh, absolutely not. And you know what's the better part of it is that I'm not being hired by the ultra conservative uh, outlets like, you know, the Newsmax or the OANN. And no, I'm actually going mainstream because that's what matters to me. I don't care about niches. Look, no offense, but thank God I didn't have to rely on Mr. Casmatidis like Anthony Weiner did. But <laughs> neither here or there. Right. I can be employable elsewhere. And I'm happy about that because right. it's, it's look, I'm young. I have a different take. And I saw the sausage get made. And I'm not scared of calling out the crap and making sure the American people now know exactly yeah. when they're being lied to. By sure if I, I'm not sure if I was you. I do see all I saw the sausage being made, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sid, only oh, you to get a good laugh out yeah, of Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're, you're, you're great on this show. You have a good time. I have a good time. I like you. I I do. And, and um, uh, like I said, I wish that Mozzie wasn't taking on Mr. Uh, Tony, the, what's his name, Tom, I wish he was still there, Tom but Fozzie. I'm happy that you're doing okay. And Well, you like John Katsimatidis, all right? He's a great guy, great guy. Oh, I love John. No, let me make this very clear. I love the family. I, right. I love his daughter. His wife, Margo, is fabulous. Yes. I love the whole family. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm so glad that that's not the only place right. I had to go knock right. on a door. <laughs> yeah. you know, people... wouldn't hire no, me. No, listen, a lot, of, a lot of people in this town, that's what they're down to, trust me. And he's such a nice guy, he says yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, look, I, I, I got to tell you, I love the guy. He's very generous. He's a very good man. But he already said he wouldn't hire me. So I clearly said, I get, God, I got to go shake this off elsewhere. I'm not going to WABC anyway. <laughs> well, George, it's nice to catch up. Have yourself a, a good weekend. Stay safe. Be healthy. And we'll do this again very soon, my friend. Thank you so much. Happy New Year to you, my friend. And thank you, you for having me back on. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. God bless you, too. It's George Santos right here on Sid and Friends in the Morning. I love him. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results. 
in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation, or email them at info at gabulaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabu Law, where winning is no accident.